Got a girl from the south side, got brazen hair. First time I've seen her walk by. It is Mike Cal, the show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I forgot, Galvin. I'm sorry. It's Wednesday. Galvin's got a brand new open letter we're going to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, bring it up because I was just finishing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to do Galvin's open letter, and then I'm going to tell you a sad story about a murder. Oh, that I may be able to help with catching the killer. Ooh, I went in. I talked to the police <laughs> yesterday. Galvin's in. I talked to the police at length yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it's sad. I don't want to mock it at all, but I will tell you the full story. Oh, I don't know how after happy, Galvin's open I don't know letter. How happy you're going to be to tell this story after this open letter? Oh no, really? Uh, we'll see. All right, uh, I will tell you my involvement in a recent murder case here in Tampa uh, after Galvin's brand new open letter. Here we go. Open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to people that were funny and now do something else. Dear people that were funny and now do something else. Seriously? Remember Steve Martin? Wild and crazy guy? Mm -hmm. The jerk? King Tut? Now you know what Steve Martin does, right? He's a banjo player. (laughs) And not a little bit of banjo between comedy, but all banjo all the time. I'd rather be beaten to death with a banjo than sit and watch Steve Martin and his banjo band play banjo. And it's not that I hate banjo, it's that I hate Steve Martin playing banjo. Maybe it's just me, but I can't think of anyone that wants to see that guy play banjo. Another guy that was funny and now is doing something else is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel used to be funny, and the thing he's doing now is crying. (laughs) So Jimmy had a baby and it had some health issues. So he came on TV on his late night talk show and talked about it and cried. Yuck. No one wants to see that. How about you take a day off? Or better yet, take the week off. Do we really need the guy from the man show trying to pass new health care policies? Girls jumping on trampolines and we need affordable health care in America. (laughs) Then after the Las Vegas shooting, Jimmy Kimmel came on his TV show on late night and he cried again. Ugh, please stop. Yes, it was a tragedy. But no one, and I mean no one, needs to see a grown man that's known for playing touch a pickle to your head (laughs) and parents tell your kids you ate all their Halloween candy crying on TV. It's really pathetic. Listen, I get it. People change. Something happens in their life or as they get older, they have a different perspective on the world and they don't joke around and they're not necessarily as funny anymore. Or as I like to call it, Time to retire. You know who else uh, used to be funny but isn't anymore? Joe Piscopo. No real reason here. I just think he's not funny anymore. (laughs) I'm Galvin from the Mike Keltis Show, and this has been an open letter to people that were funny and now do something else. Yeah, in Steve Martin's case, I think he's just like, I don't want to, I just want to relax now. Yeah, but don't uh, make us come see you play banjo. <laughs> Just do it at your house. This guy loves bluegrass music, though. I, I love bluegrass. If it's anybody else, I used to. there was a guy who used to play down the street whenever I was a kid in the neighborhood and stuff, and I'd sit there and watch him play, and I'd be like, that's amazing, and it sounded great and everything. I think it's the fact that it's Steve Martin, who at one time was so funny you're like, be funny. Yeah. It's, it's just like whenever you see a, uh, a comedian 
what is going on? Playing a little oh, bluegrass yeah. in the background. When you see a comedian doing a serious role, you're almost like, I, I'm waiting for him to do something funny. Like, yeah, well, this is weird. Yeah, and Jimmy Kimmel, who oh. I happen to like. So we were having this discussion, Tony Burton and I, and I the other day. He's Jimmy, gotta stop crying. But the Jimmy Kimmel is my favorite of the three late night talk shows. But I never watch his show. I only watch the uh, social media versions of okay. it. You know, I just I, that's enough for me to say. I like his bits, and I think he's very funny. Yeah, like, he's I great. Think he does a lot of stuff, but it, too him, much crying. It's killing it. It's, it's not. Killing. Now listen, you have a baby. Okay, you have any kids? I understand. There, you're gonna cry. I understand. But he it. cried. He cries at everything. But it's also. Take the day off. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy's not going to be here. We got David Spade filling in or whoever else. You have. Because his baby has problems. Nobody wants to see him crying no. on TV. He could even do a a, a pre-roll. I was hey, very... guys, I don't want to be crying all night yeah. and bring your late night show down. So instead, I'm going to stay home with my baby who yeah. uh, is, you know, having some problems. Here's David Spade. He's funny. I was very sad when Ralphie died and I didn't want to cry on the air talking about it. And sure. I, was, I was like, I'm not. I'm just not. The, I'm not a. I'm not a public crier. Uh, and then I uh, I said in a tweet I was like or a Facebook post or whatever I was like I'm so glad this happened on a Friday so we got a couple of days to get through it because I don't want to be miserable at work right knowing that my friend just died you know yeah. um, Tony Burton and I went to go see a play in New York called Dear Evan Hansen oh, did you guys cry uh, well. No, I didn't cry. But I have to tell you, under different circumstances, like, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. The kid that plays this role is this kid that seems like he's kind of on the spectrum and he's got real bad anxiety and he gets caught up in this lie. It's it's an amazing story. And the actor is so good, so good that you feel every emotion that he's feeling. Right. And he cries so much, snot flies out of his nose like he's a legit crier. But I didn't, I couldn't cry because uh, Hugh Jackman was sitting next to me. Here's the thing, though. Cry all you want. I've said it a million times. I cry at public commercials. I cry at talent for some yeah. reason. Whenever I see something. And when you say cry, you mean like up. your eyes water up. Yeah, That's not, what happens to me, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing that. But also, I'm not doing it on this show that is made to be funny. Right. It, you know what I mean? Like, that's what really bothers it's, me. Uh, I'm the same way. I When I tell a story and I get really excited and it could have nothing to do with sadness or emotion, my eyes would well up with tears, but only because it has something to do with the excitement of telling the story. Yeah. It's not a sad thing. It's just a reaction that your body has. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys who's like... Uh, guys never cry at all. No, but no. I'm just also not a. Just don't make me uncomfortable. With right, that. like yeah. I don't like. I know it's good for ratings. I know if I get on the air and I start telling you stories about Ralphie and how much I love them, and I start crying, people aren't going to be like, "Fuck!" They're going to be like, <laughs> "Oh man, that's sad," and they're going to really. But I'm not doing that. It's just it seems to me also it's pandering and it's me trying to. It's almost like too much. It's like quit it. You know, yeah, right? Cry in your own time. To make it a personal thing, whatever. Um, you want to know the story? You want to yes. know I was involved in the uh, Don't cry about murder it. thing? No, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. First, before I tell you that, there's I'm I'm so I'm not nearly. You're not nearly going to be as excited about this as I am. But I got just got a press release from the Emily Arena, and on uh, tickets will go on sale Friday, October 27th at 10 a.m. As the Emily Arena is proud to announce the return of Billy Joel. To the arena. Oh, uh, is Liberty, on, Liberty DeVito no, going to be? No. no. no I'm not going. Uh, he'll be here on February 9th, which is a stupid Tuesday, but I will be there for sure. 
I'm, I, I just said to my wife the other day, I go, Billy Joel is playing at Madison Square Garden on December 10th, which will probably be my last day on the air here for the year. I'm going to get off the air and go to the airport and go to New York to go see Billy Joel if you'd like to come with me. That was my pie was solid doing. Now well, I don't have to go. What you could do is here, December, uh, what is it? When is it? February it is 9th? February 9th. You could do a little early uh, uh, Valentine's Day. How you like that? You know, that I, way you don't have to worry about booking and doing all this stuff. You yeah. go to dinner and then go no, see Billy Joel. Stupid Jones. Tuesday. Yeah, but still. Uh, no, I can't go out to dinner. You go. To, you go to dinner before. No. no what? I don't understand. I can't. I don't like to have daytime love dinners. I can't. It has to be dark out. When what I'm time does the show start? Uh, it'll start like about eight o'clock, seven o'clock. Listen, mm, don't, don't rush my dinner. I need to go. When I go to Valentine's dinner, it's got to be three hours, and right. it's got to start at 8 o'clock. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I got plans. You got to leave time for the souffle. Souffle. Yeah. Give me that chocolate. Uh, chocolate. Oh, yeah. chocolate. I need maybe some yeah. baked Alaska. You got to get all those rose on. petals and put them on the bed. Yes. Gotcha, yeah. Yes, after 15 years of marriage, that's what you do. <laughs> rose petals. All right, what's with the murder? Do you realize if I put rose petals on the bed or like led up to my bedroom, uh-huh. my wife would look at them and run out of the house. Would she really? Oh, my God. I, my only wish. She'd would- go, I hate I clean these up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you would have the rose petals, and then when she walked into your room, you were sitting uh, on the bed with the guitar singing oh. something to her. That would be the best. My wife's got a big birthday coming up this year, and I thought, I'm not going to do this, I could say, but I thought it would be great if I stopped the party, and I go, oh, hey, yes. I wrote this song. Yes. And she, would just, oh, she, would, she would kill herself yes. on her 40th birthday. Do it. <laughs> not kill herself. No, do it. Right. Do it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Okay, so this is a this is a legit real story, and it's also kind of sad. So I'm not mocking it, but I, I do want to tell you about it. Uh, last Tuesday, my wife and I went to Target in Lutz near my house. Okay, and while we were while we were checking out, I could see that there was a woman who was kind of giving me the once over look, like. Uh, like she kind of recognized me. All right. And she looked and she turned. She looked and she was uh, at the target with a guy who was sitting down at the computer filling out an application. I assume by the bathrooms. So as we walked by, the woman stopped and said, "Are you Mike Calton?" I said, "Yeah." And she said, "Oh my God, I thought it was you. I listened to the show, blah blah blah." And we took a picture together, and she was very nice. But when we left, I I even made I met her and the guy, and uh, it wasn't so much her as much as the guy. And I go, I'm pretty sure that they were on meth, making a just a joke to my wife. Mm-hmm. But I not her, but the dude, you know. Right. Okay. So, uh, and I don't know that to be true, nor was it really that obvious. I was just trying to be kind of funny, but it was something that I that I so it was some odd that I know something made you say it. So yeah. Well. I get back from New York yesterday, and several people from this lady's family emailed me. Her name uh, was Monica Hoffa. She was only 32 years old, and she was shot and killed at uh, East New Orleans Avenue and 10th Street. And there was also another guy named Benjamin Mitchell who was shot and killed around 9 p.m. on October 9th while waiting at a bus stop near North 15th Street. Now, was that the guy that you met, or no? It was the lady that I met. The lady no. that you met, but not the guy. No, they, they, okay. uh, uh, Benjamin is a black gentleman. The guy that I met was a white gentleman. Okay. So the uh, the reason why people were emailing me was because his story was on Channel 10 News that Benjamin and Monica were killed, and the police said both cases are somewhat unusual in that there are no clear motives behind the killings. 
In a news release, police cited circumstances and the proximity of the killings as to why the investigators believe the homicide cases might be related. The two killings are within 10 blocks uh, or about a half a mile from each other on the southeast Seminole Heights area. And detectives sent alerts to residents who lived in the area to let them know that this was happening. And also, if anybody's surveillance cameras might have picked something up, and they do have surveillance video. Sure. They're going to, I mean, uh, let me tell you right now, you're not getting away with murder. You're not. Probably not. No. 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 They're going to get you. Yeah. But the thing was, is that they really had no clues. And in the story, they said, if you think that you might have something, to please call the police. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't have anything other than the fact that I know that she was with that guy. You think you didn't have anything, right. but you should absolutely step forward and talk to them because there could be something that you don't know that they go, oh, she exactly. was so-and-so, or she was carrying a red bag or anything. There could be something that they go, well, there we go. We got it. The other thing was is that this woman was so nice and so excited to meet me. It made me feel wonderful. Mm-hmm. And... The sad email that I got from her family that she had been murdered, and the one guy that emailed me on that I the first one that I read was just a friend of hers who uh, said that they both were fans of the show, and they also sent me the picture. So I absolutely remember who she was. I remember that day. I remember taking the picture, and I felt immediately felt uh, terrible. So I and this called. was this was how many days before she was murdered that you took a picture with her? Two. Oh, my God. I know. I, I really felt terrible. And these people now have lost this woman, and they have no clues. Yeah, so, yeah. So I said, oh, man, I, this is over, you know, probably overstepping my boundary, but I did make some sort of comment about that guy, and there he was, an adult filling out an application at Target. I just, I have, it could be her husband, boyfriend, best friend, I don't know. So I called the police, and I, uh, I talked to him, and I said, I had to explain who I was and explain why and why I had a picture with this woman. Right, you know? right. And the detective, I spoke to her yesterday, and she said, uh, I said, this is going to be a weird story. I said, but you got this case. And she goes, okay. And I said, well, I had met this woman a couple of days before, and she was with a guy. And I don't know the guy. I don't know, but I did make a comment that he was a little shady looking. And I, and if, you, sorry, if you're out there and you're like her brother or something, I apologize. I, it was nothing in particular. I just definitely said something about him to my wife. And uh, he filled out an application, so all of his information sure. is in that computer. So if it turns out he is a jilted boyfriend or something along those lines, maybe she was messing around with that Benjamin and, guy. I and don't know. here's the other thing is if that guy is her brother or boyfriend or whatever, they got to clear him. Right. If, if he, they're nothing, then they clear him, and then they go on from there or whatever. But that has to be cleared, so that's part of the investigation. Yeah, so I just said, hey, I don't know if this is anything to do with anything, but I feel terrible for the, the lady and for her family, and this is what I know, and, and that's it. So I just spoke to her last night, the detective that's working the case, so I don't know anything out of that, but I would imagine they're going to have to go and, and follow up on that. Sure, yeah. Can you imagine if, if this guy was like a jealous lover and ended up trying to crack the case? Yeah. I should get my own TV show. Like Probably give you a badge. Mike Cal, the criminal mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice to get yeah. a badge? Yeah. You, the uh, the previous administration did not give me a badge. And and it wasn't Sheriff G, because he and I uh, were cool. He was super cool to me. And now Sheriff uh, Cronister is also a buddy. So I'm not I'm just saying, as a 
to be deputize me would not be a bad thing. Right, yeah. And not one of those phony badges everybody pays for. I mean, I want one. Yeah, you don't want the, like, the auxiliary. Or right, I want one that clears me to shoot people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. License, license, license. license. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they give those to uh, No, 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 not yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah. You're not special you're enough. Not, uh, but a guy like me, who knows when you can use it when you can't. Do you know the other story about the... Um, the guy, the kids who tried to carjack a car? No. Oh, yeah. they. This is pretty good. The, the kids carjacked uh, a vehicle. Where was this? In, in, I don't know. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second. I don't know if it was in Tampa or, or Dirty St. Petersburg, whatever you call it. <laughs> what do you say it is? Dirty Turd St. Pete. Dirty. <laughs> DTSP. Dirty Turd St. Pete. That is it. Hold on. Let me pull up the, uh, the story. Here it is. Uh, Clearwater. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, the two teens tried to carjack a lady. They mm-hmm. get her and they get her out of the car and they go to take the car. She pulls out her gun, fires one shot, kills the driver. Yeah? Yeah. That, um, that, the car doesn't go if you kill the driver, by the way. <laughs> oh, so it, you know it goes until it hits something. Yeah. Yeah. Fires one shot, kills the driver. Now the passenger is being charged with murder because he's an accomplice to the situation that caused the death, so they give him the murder charge. But now the question is, uh, is that woman responsible for uh, that guy's murder because he was fleeing the scene? And the law tells you you can use force but not deadly force to stop somebody from stealing your property. Uh, Clearwater police detectives are charged 17-year-old with second-degree murder in the fatal carjacking that took place Monday night where his friend was shot and killed. According to the police, a shooting happened shortly after 8 o'clock at the Bank of America on the corner of Belcher and Bel Air. So this lady is rolling up, I would imagine, getting her money. Police say that 18-year-old LaSoup the Singletary of Zephyr Hills and 17-year-old Janalyn Drashaw Coleman arranged to meet with uh, Louise Orndoff and her son Caleb in the parking lot of the Bank of America in reference to the possible sale of a Nissan Rogue. Coleman and Singletary were armed and demanded the keys to the Hyundai Veloster. Right there. Right that there. Caleb Orndorff was driving. Uh, as the two left the scene, Orndorff fired a shot, striking Singletary. Coleman drove the car to Meese Countryside Hospital, where Singletary was pronounced dead. Uh, the investigation is going on. There's some complications and questions over the transactions that occurred in the parking lot and their circumstances of how these two groups came together. Uh, the the problem now is, do you charge the woman? Absolutely not. But she shot after the fact. Okay, but it was after the fact. So why did you shoot after? the? Because that was the only time I could get my gun out. I thought that they were going to leave no witnesses. They were going to shoot me or they were going to take me with them to another location where they were going to drain my bank account, whatever. I was in shock. There's so many different reasons why she totally should shoot them. Listen, if they weren't there carjacking, they wouldn't have got shot. I, I don't charge her. I, I don't charge her at all. 100% with you. Yeah. And I believe if they do charge her, it's wrong. This woman was defending herself. As she was... Uh, you don't know when it's over. No. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't know if they're going to come back and get you. You've And also, you're not supposed to shoot unless you're in fear for your life. If they throw you out of the car and they're driving now, driving that weapon, you are still in fear of your life. You're also in that mode, that shock mode yeah. to what just happened. I, I hope to God that they don't press charges against that woman. I, I don't mind that that one guy is dead, and I don't mind that the other guy is going to jail. Right. To be honest with you, yeah. I don't I don't care at all because they tried to rob this woman of her car in front of her son that she had to protect, and I'm all for it on her side. Although I though I know 
Several of you are going to disagree with that. that. That's another reason, though, why you got to be, if you're selling anything off of Craigslist or any of those apps or anything, definitely meet in a public area. Definitely be aware of who it is. And, I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. for somebody to be like, hey, we want to buy your car. And then, oh, we're taking it yeah. Yeah. by gunpoint. Ugh. Well, you'd think, though, a bank, though, got all those cameras. Maybe she thought that was the smart, smart move. Yeah. John, good morning. Hey, you are, now that you mentioned that that woman, uh, that you were with was shot. If it was that guy, now he knows it was you. Maybe you're next. You can't identify him. Uh, well, uh, I already talked to the cops. I already gave him the information. And so. he already knew it was him. Right. And uh, I could still shoot him myself. So. Are you him? Thank John, you. are you him? <laughs> no. Are you threatening me, John? Uh, one time I got in a... Uh, in an incident in traffic, some drunk guy was some drunk guy was a passenger in a car, and he was one of those shirtless Nazi-looking guys mm-hmm. with muscles and stuff. And he and uh, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll tell you the story real quick. They were weaving in on a traffic. It was like one o'clock in the morning. It was weeded afternoons. And I was coming home from a gig, and I lived. I still lived in Wesley Chapel, and they were they were in a Mustang, speeding and zooming in and out of lanes, whatever. And I was in the Hummer. I didn't care. It doesn't go very fast, so. Uh, they would get in front of me, jam on the brakes, and then they would go, and then they would go back and forth. And finally, we both got stuck at a light together, and he was in the car, and he looked at me, and he's like, yeah, man, yeah, kind of like the Karate Kid guy. Yeah. So I rolled down the window, and the guy driving was a shirtless, muscular Nazi. Okay. And the girl driving was a fat pig. So I rolled down the window, and I the looked at The girl and the passenger. No, the girl was driving. The passenger was a Nazi. The oh, girl was driving. Oh, you said he was driving, too. So I, I uh, lowered the window, and I looked over, and he's like, yeah. I go, I got to tell you, I never expect, I never expected such great driving. And and they were, like, on the edge of their seats. I go, from such a fat girl. And I and the guy, and everything got quiet, and the girl put her head down, and the guy stopped yelling for a second. And then I went, rolled my window back up, and I was like, hmm. He got out of the car. Oh, no. And started screaming. So I rolled. I was stuck in a light by the right by the 75 overpass. I rolled up a little bit, and he started running after my car like he was going to kill my car. <laughs> like like he, Terminator 2? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, so if I, if I put it in reverse and kill him, I'm probably going to be in trouble. If I run this red light, I'm probably going to get a ticket. But if I do run the red light and a cop comes, I might be able to go, the Nazi is going to come to kill me. Right, yeah. So I slow rolled. Indiana Jones? What? (laughs) I slow rolled through the red light and I started driving. He ran back to the car and they started chasing me. Mm. So at that point, much like that lady, uh, I think in the Bank of America building, there's a Hess gas station over there, completely lit. Right. And you know gas stations have cameras everywhere. Sure. So I pulled in, parked, took my gun out, got the uh, the bullet in the chamber, and I just sat there with it on my lap, and with the windows closed, ready to call 911. Because I figured if he comes in and he starts smashing my windows or whatever and I have to shoot him, yeah. I'm going to do it. I didn't get out of the car. I wasn't looking for trouble. I just sat there and I waited. He pulled into the parking lot. They looked at me, and then they took off. I was like, Thank God. Man. Diffuse the situation. Yeah. And uh that's it but that's the thing. They always say go to a police station or something. I was so far from the police station. Hess. That's where you go. Yeah. Don't go to Taco Bell because nobody cares what happens in Taco <laughs> no, Bell no, no, Especially no. one o'clock in the morning. They right. expect bad things to go down. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.